0: it's just different hopeless at one point and they have an opportunity make you go harder make you get in that booth and just really express that hopelessness like man y'all don't understand this is like you know what i mean you dig from a different place that that bottom of your soul that pit where where, where you felt like the shit was you, you know what I'm saying? You always wanted, but it looked like it was just not going to happen. Shit. If in your mind, it ain't going to happen. Shit, it probably won't. I took some risks,
1: some people probably won't. Passed our before the fruits of all my labor. Hard to live and know you sick. I'd rather be with my creator thinking time's up. One.
0: All right, welcome back to another episode of 4 Inside Podcast. It's your host, Mike Kobe, And it's your boy, London Overtree, back from some more
1: gems or something, old guy? Okay?
0: Not a thing, man. Just staying busy, staying... Locked in another week, but we got big three-day weekend ahead. So, you know, just try to rest up
1: and get ready for the next thing. What, what about you? I Man, I've been so, I wouldn't say unproductive since I'm starting my new role, but I've just been kind of relaxing and kind of getting my mind right. But, like, on the flip side of you, I was like, dang, my boy Obi out here doing big things, and he's been busy. So I'm happy for you doing that side. But on my end, just been relaxing, kind of getting my mind right for the upcoming week, next week, before I start.
0: Yeah, yeah, man, it's, it's been busy. It's a lot of energy, a lot of time, you know, a lot of commitment, but I understood that when I took the job. I understood that when I got into the industry, when I got into the field. So, you know, just trying to, you know, accomplish and take care of things one day at a time and not get too bent out of shape. The way I look at it is I'm busy, but that's good because I'm staying productive and staying out of trouble and out of harm's way, the way I see it, so... It's good, and and it's and it's been good. It's a lot of how I think, what I felt like I was destined to do. You know, both activities I'm into. So, you know, just try to master those things, and you know, try to make my mark in this world as well. But. Won't won't to digress too much on that. Uh, so this week I I think I like this uh conversation that we have in store. Um, you know we talk about a lot of you know on this podcast about trying to you know drop gems and help our community, help our supporters, help our you know our people who listen to us, and I think this is gonna be a real uh pressing issue. So. I don't know about you, but for me recently, especially, you know, part of it is being a teacher, being a coach, but then also just having younger people looking up to me. And I, as we get older, we talked about this, like we're really truly on our adult man stuff. And with that comes people who are now looking up to you and it kind of changes. Um, So I just on that alone, have you felt that way recently with you getting a new role or just in general, like what's been just kind of the vibe you've been feeling?
1: Just kind of what you said. Um, I've been in a me, and you had this talk offline. I have talks with with a couple of people, just kind of like how the, in the last two to three months, it's been a shift in energy and just me, at least. So, like you said, kind of like I'm trying to get a house now. Um, I've been trying to get a house, but now it's more inactive. Now I started a new role that's a higher up in in my in my uh, industry. Um, so for me, it's it's more about it's time to actually be grown and what's important let it be important so all the other little stuff that I was dwelling on I kind of let go and now I'm more on that adult vibe like go to gym don't worry about being seen don't worry about being in the crowd too much get your stuff done you be effective you get your stuff done and just stay out the way so I kind of it's probably the most I've been at peace in a while so I think that's kind of the narrative I've been going on the last couple two to three I say the last month and a half
0: yeah, I feel you it's the same thing for me, like getting into a field or where you're busy, like you don't have time to really like dwell on drama or dwell on like, oh man, this person said this, this person gave me this look, or, you know, I don't have this. Everything's about trying to get to the next thing, get to the next task, and just staying focused on what you got going on. And I'm in, I'm in something that for me, I like to do, you know, I like coaching. I like teaching. I've always said, like, in my soul or in my course, like, that's what I was always meant to do. You know, I was always kind of a person who liked giving back because people poured into me. So now it's like, it's on me to pour back into others, right? Especially younger people, right? Because I see see a lot of myself and a lot of people who I'm around or a lot of people who come to me asking questions. Like, I tell them, I'm like, bro, I was you, like, not even too long ago. Like, uh, for example, yesterday, um, my little cousin, who I seen like from when he was born till now, he he just turned 18 yesterday. So I was at his birthday party and he's asking me all this stuff about, oh, what about this, about college? What about basketball? What about sports? What about girls? And I'm just like, bro, all this stuff I went through and what I can't like you're doing what you need to do. Just stay locked in on that and just kind of, I thought it would be interesting like that that sort of shift of what's happening and then even getting into fragrance, you know, it's kind of something where it's like, uh, I just i just kind of like it. I just want to maybe collect them and lay low on that. But then it's like people start asking you about like, okay, would you, well, why, why buy this fragrance versus that one? Or would you buy this? Would you buy that? And then it shifted into now trying to start a fragrance brand and, you know, investing in it and buying ring lights and all these other things because I'm really trying to Make as best a mark as I can. So, yeah, just being on that. But I feel the most at peace. As busy as I am, I'm like you know I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So one thing I noticed though is that, especially dealing with our kids, and we kind of talked about it a little bit. You know, like the generation coming up after us, the true Gen Zers. I I observe, from my estimation, that we're in a generation of more curious but lost kids than before, right? So they, they have very curious minds. They're smart. But then they they have a lot of personal questions that they ask, like especially of me and of our staff and even like, you know, people who we know at the gym, the youngsters there, it's the same thing. Like they're smart and they're talented, but then they just have a lot of curiosity that, or they ask like a lot of personal questions. So for you, what do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I think you have more to experience i'm not really around kids too much um around that age but like just hearing from what i hear around from you with my girl everything like that it's you kind of see where to answer your question if they ask questions i she tells me all the time they ask questions they're curious about different things it's probably because they don't have that mentor or that real to me OG that really will school them because they was kind of brought up through social media. They might've been brought up through something else. They might've been influenced by other things that they should have been influenced on. So when they come to like an authentic person, it might shock them. And then it it might not be, that could be more other reasons, but just from my outside looking, it it could be more than that. And it could be like, well, why does he do this? Why is uh, coach OB? Why is he doing that? Why is he doing this? Like, He's doing it differently than what I'm used to. So mm-hmm. let me ask him questions. So to me, that's just a testament to you, maybe, and kind of like they look up to you. And you can you can help them. But like I told you in the last episode, you might be able to help them in a different light where they might not get it somewhere. So for me, I think they ask these questions because you are different and you're just built different. The way you carry yourself, you come off as a um, a caring person. You want to help these kids. and That's what we need. That's why. I, all these little programs that they're making teachers go through just to get the teachers, that's good. But we need more teachers like you guys and how you guys go about it because that's what's going to help these kids develop and become grown ups and grown men and grown women because as we know at our age we lack it tremendously. And we we every day we see at the gym and we see at other things that there's a lot of men and women lacking morals and values off of just simple mm-hmm. stuff. So it's like, if you can teach them young, and you can be a mentor to them, plus you can be like, okay, I'm still y'all's age, close to it, but I'm also grown. So it's like, I can give y'all the spoon, I can, I can give y'all the free game. So I think that's kind of why I asked that question, if I could sum it all up. So my, my thing to ask you then, why is it important to
0: you? And it's, it's in both of us, but for you and yourself, Why is it important to you to pass gems down to the next generation? Why is it important to invest in younger people
1: like we do? No, Will Smith, that's one of my favorite motivational speakers, um, Will Smith, he said, if you're not helping somebody else's life, your life won't become better. Mm -hmm. And that is how I just looked at my life for a very long time is like, if God is blessing me to get money financially, help others, put my family into a situation, If I can give another individual, a young kid or a young woman some advice of how to help them, it doesn't give me no harm to give them free game because I don't have any hate in my heart. So it's like, I'm not going to be that guy to be like, oh, well, if I give her this, if I give him this, he might try to outdo me in my lane. But if you're so genuine to you and you just be humble, guys, not going to cancel that out. And plus those people could stab you in the back down the road, but you got to just watch who it is. But, like, at the same time, don't even look at it like that. Just look at it as like you're trying to help this person get to the next level because you don't know what that person is thinking you know what that person is doing. And I can help somebody get to that next level. And that's kind of how I look at that passing down gems. like, this has got the gym. He was like, well, you're pretty big. You're like, why don't you post on Instagram? I was like, I do. He's like, oh, you do? So he followed me. And then he was like, I'm 17 in high school. And I see how big he is at 17. He's like, my height. I'm like, you have – you're – three or four steps further than where I was at 17. So if you work as hard as I worked when I was 17, you're gonna be bigger than what I am right now. So I was like, keep going hard and don't stop. And that might've changed his whole mindset and made his whole day. So for me, it's not, I can stop my workout for a second just to tell somebody something. I'm not gonna just be an asshole and just stop there. So to me, that's how I look at it.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, it is, for me, what it was is that, and I've said this before, I look at how how I am today and how much I've been able to accomplish, but that didn't come without people, like, since I was yay young investing best into me, important into me. When I first started playing soccer, when I played football, like a Coach Martinez, who was my youth football coach, like, just being a good person, like, especially because, you know, I was going through a lot personally, so it was like, hey – you know, you're a good person, you know, you just keep on doing what you're doing. And then when I get to uh, junior high, like having those people around me, like having good people, good friends, you know, and then uh, when you get to high school, Coach Coba, who I mentioned before, Coach Dover, like, just being good people, and, like, they were younger, relatable, so, like, they actually just take, took me under their wing and, like, try to school me as best they can when I became an adult with the friends I made, so it's a matter of me understanding, like, you didn't get here, and you could have gone the other way, and you very easily could have gone the other way where you could have been the person getting in trouble with, not only with, like, higher-ups, like, school, but then also with the law, if you, you know, struck the other way, or if you didn't live where you live, so my thing is now I had this advantage, and it enabled me to get to this point where at least mentally I feel like I've you know seen a lot done a lot and learned a lot so then it's like okay well then now these youngsters who ask me questions who, or who I see potential in right you know it's like give them that same game that I was given you know and it'll help them because they're getting it earlier so they won't have to make the mistakes that I made or the people before me made you know what I'm saying like history can't repeat itself if, if people don't change their actions or don't change their courses so that's kind of the reason why it's important to me. No, yeah, for sure. I think that's that's a good way of looking at it. All right, now let's talk about life philosophy, right? Because I think where life philosophy comes is it, it it translates to how you interact with people or how you see people. Like I talk about this in my class, right? That like when I when I had a I had a heart to heart with them a few times where. One of the things I told them, I was like, look, as your teacher, I'm not just here to teach you guys curriculum. I don't just care about you guys being good students and making A's and B's, but I also am invested in you guys as people. Like, I'm invested in you guys' success as human beings. I want you guys to be successful human beings. I tell them that with my football players, right? Because we deal with this a little bit in my school. Like, you know, they're young, they're 13 years old. So it's that I'm growing up. And so you get that little pride aspect. So then, Kids get in trouble and then I get called down. I'm kind of like the disciplinarian at, on our staff a little bit, right, where, you know, if someone gets in trouble, they're like, hey, yo, Coach Obi, you we have to get this person on your list, you know, make them do do rights, right? So my thing is before I even make them do anything, I, I level with them and I'm like, look, understand this, Coach Obi is trying to help you. I'm trying to teach you how to do right. You know what I'm saying? Because if you, if I could, if we didn't care about you, if me or the other coach didn't care about you, we just let you do what you do and then we let you fail. But we're trying to stop this now. It's, it's little stuff like getting them to understand like, yeah, you're getting punished for it. We're going to have to do this, but it's not to harm you. It's not because we hate you. It's because we want to see you be better and be
1: successful, right? So, all right you... No, go ahead. I was gonna say, that's how I was disciplined, kind of. Being raised by my mom and dad was like if they disciplined me and, and kind of did whip me from stuff. They would kind of explain to me about this is why we're doing it. We do love you, but like you get consequences for messing up and doing something wrong. And it's like it's mm-hmm. gonna teach you to be like it's like a balance. It's like we're not just whipping you for no reason, mm-hmm. but like we're doing this because we do love you. We don't want you to go out on the street and act stupid, get your head blown off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Act accordingly, so. I kind of how you have that knowledge is kind of how I kind of look at it and it's not it's good that you do both sides of those you have both like we got to explain to the kids that um I'm here to help you and you can't just be running around school or messing up in school or this and this or whatever and if you do you're going to have constantly you're not going to not pay attention in practice or you're going to have to run or do whatever so it, it's explaining to them why this is happening. And then this is why you're doing it. Cause so they need to kind of have that clear picture of why they got in trouble.
0: Yeah. Because I saw a lot of kids didn't get that explanation. Cause like a lot of, a lot of what I used to hear from adults when I was younger was well, we don't need to explain anything to you guys. That's, you know, your young people's problem is that you guys ask too many questions. I'm like, they should, because if you just punish them for no reason and they're thinking, okay, you're doing it out of some type of malice or some type of spite. But if you're telling them, like, look, you're being punished so you don't do it again, so you do the right thing the next time, right? At least that little thing after it's done, then they'll at least know, okay, it's not something where this person is just out to get me, but it's like, okay... I did this wrong, like, and so then this is what happens when you do wrong. Cause my thing is I'll I'll play it out for them, right? I'll be like, okay, you do this. Now imagine if you did this in the real world and I wasn't here to just make you do do rights. Imagine if a higher up got involved, imagine if a principal got involved, then I can't save no matter if I tried to or not. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, let's just do this now and then you won't do it again, right? And if you do it again, you know, I won't always be here to help you. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's the little stuff of that, like where you can't say that I didn't tell you, I didn't try to help you. You know what I'm saying? That's my whole thing. All right. So now I want to talk about this side, though. Being a, a what's the word, a giver or someone who is about people, someone who's nurture, whatever you, you want to call it, where you're about giving back, that's not something that's seen as profitable. And we live in a time now where if you're not out here trying to make the most money possible, then people kind of look at you sideways. So just on that, like alone, why do it is my question. You know, why do we do it? But why do you do it?
1: El. It depends on what you're giving. I mean, financially, I, I don't think it's profitable to just. That's what I'm saying. Everybody. Financially. You are not financially being a giver. Okay. Yeah. Financially, I don't think everybody, if you just keep. Sometimes you can like, I got cousins and stuff who's asked me for money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I gave her stuff because I just know and the type of resources that the resources that were that they was brought up in, it wasn't the best foundation. So I know if I can, if I was able to come to Katie and see a whole different side of um, the world, why can't I help my family? So it's like, you can't do it too much, though. No. Nah. Like if you do it too much then they're, all gonna, they're always going to say you're the scapegoat, and then say, well, I can ask London. And if you don't, it's going to start coming off as like, well, well, you gave it to me last time. Well, why can't you give it to me this time? And then mm-hmm. once you start saying no, it's going to be like, forget you, this and this. And then it's going to start, they are not appreciated. But now you have to go into, like, say, for example, if you blew up mm-hmm. and you was like, I'm not going to say, and I know you had 50, 60 million in your bank. I was like, oh, let me just have 2 million. Mm-hmm. If for you to you could say no I'm like no i want you to actually plan something to work at and then i will put the revenue into that and you can work for it. but have a plan at least at least have a strategy and plan to kind of get to the next spot so you can't just always just be giving 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 because then you're going to just buy like the bank and i just don't think it's profitable so no yeah
0: I agree. I agree it's like there's a level of like you have to make sure that you're not overindulging, right mm-hmm because then people aren't going to really ever ever be able to learn. I think that's the balance, sir. You know, just like even being a person who's like a mentor, right, or a teacher, whatever the case may be, you're not going to make the most, but at the end of the day, there's a level of you're doing it because it's the right thing to do. Like understanding that aspect of it all, right? I think there's that. And then just, you know, if, if it's something where, you know, the fulfillment isn't worth it, then, you know, you, you have to be real with yourself and be authentic. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, they say that teaching is a job where you, you can't be in it for the money and you can't because at the end of the day, it's a lot you go through, it's a lot you have to be responsible for you're responsible for other people's kids right out of the day right so you have to understand that responsibility you have to take it seriously but at the end of the day just being able to know that you're doing something good and helping other people's lives like that's what you have to understand and then from there it really honestly leads to other opportunities networking you meet a lot of good people good individuals and then being able to see someone go on the straight path go on the right path and be successful like you know that's for me where the, the reward is in that in that realm you know what i'm saying i can make money from other things you know but you know the main thing is being able to have an impact
1: leave a legacy yeah i think that's what it is you said it and just to wrap that point up but it's just to leave a legacy and know that your words or something help somebody else and that the blueprint is what you did was not just luck and it helps with other people and it just is it feels good to everybody can respect you and Um, come to you as help and then you can help others so it just feels good so I agree yeah now being a former
0: athlete I always talk about like football basketball all those games apply to your real life right especially to the uh, to the athletes like you know I have some of them in class and I always tell them stuff like the way you act in class is going to translate to the field, right? If you take class seriously, you usually will take your job and in football seriously. And then if you blow pop here, I guarantee you blow pop in the classroom where you don't turn in stuff or you're lazy or you're not, you know, you're not focused, right? So just talk about that, that ability to play the game of life and how the game of
1: life translates to everything. I think I can talk to this better than almost any kid. And if I was telling the kid, I said, look, I graduated high school to 1.8. Chamber hmm. like said I was always failing, and what that did was create a narrative of laziness. And kind of what you said was, just because I didn't like school, hmm. you doing the homework and you doing the test and quiz. Do I think that what you learned in high school do you need it in a, like long term life? No, but what that does is it builds some structure of completing homework, studying for quiz having a plan and goal to finish something and okay on monday and tuesday i'm going to study this amount of hours to learn this material what that messed me up was when i got in college i still had some of the same tendencies i had in high school and i had to really snap out of it i'm like one well, if you fail in college you're getting kicked out so okay. it's not no high school where you just you just fail and you just keep it pushing you go to summer school whatever in college you get kicked out you get, can't go to the university no more whatever so I had to train myself, and I had days where I wanted to go back to my high school, and I'm like, well, as a kid, if I had some structure and did it myself, and my parents can only do so much whoopings, this and this, sit me down, teach me this and that, but at at the end of the day, you have to, as a young man or a young woman, you have to push yourself to study, and then that carries over to college, and then once that carries over to real life, you have things that you have to complete, like you know you have to meal prep, or if you do that, or you know you have to get up at five or six to go to work and have your agenda right. Make sure you write stuff down. It still carries on to have a foundation, to have a strategy. And I think that's why it's good to start early because you can break those habits at an early age than when you have to learn it at a higher age, like 25 or something.
0: Yeah, no, 100% you hit it on the head. I mean, that's the thing for me. Like I had a three, four, right? So ball. you know, for most people's accounts, people will say, oh, you love school and you were a school person. It's like, yeah, I mean, I did it because I understood that's what I had to do, but it was not something like, I felt like I, I did my best learning outside of the classroom. That's what I always used to say, like when I would be around the team, when I'd be around this or when i interact with people or having to like work with your classmates, work with teammates, work with whomever to be able to figure stuff out. Like, okay, how can we best navigate this obstacle as best as you can right like learning that you can't say mike you're a loner therefore you're not going to work with people or if you are a loner how are you going to navigate that not let that be a hindrance like all those things you have to learn how to manage and navigate like okay you have seven hours a day you go through each class 50 minutes okay now you have to make sure like understanding priorities and what those priorities mean which one comes before the other okay, you have this. This has to get done. If you don't get this done, then this is your consequence. Like, okay, so therefore, let me focus on this, then I can do that. And making sacrifices. Like, yeah, I want to go hang out with the fellas, but now nah, I need to make sure I get this stuff done. Yeah, I want to go hang out with this female, but mm, I got to make sure I get this done. Or we have a game tomorrow. I can't afford to be up talking all night long. So it's like, all right, hey, yo, I got to go. Do- and then like understanding like their consequences. I, always, I, tell, I tell my kids this, like consequences aren't always a bad thing consequences can be good if you do the right thing you get a good outcome most of the time you do the wrong thing though you always will get the better You'll always have to reap yourself. You know what I'm saying? So it's just little stuff like that. When you get to college, it's, it's learning how to pivot and adapt. Okay, this thing is different. Now you're the owner of your own life. You have way more time on your hands. So what are you going to do with that time? Are you going to study, do it right, or maybe join an org to keep you focused, keep you busy, or are you going to use that time to goof off? You know what I'm saying? Or at least try to try to work on networking if you weren't good at that before because you're going to have to learn how to do it. When you get to the real world, like El said, that's what most of your life is. It's not just working, but having deadlines to meet, having tasks to complete. Homework is something that is part of like what we do with this podcast, having to talk about topics, and having to do your digging and understanding what you're talking about. So, yeah, I agree with you 100%. All right. So using wisdom for the right purpose. So again, we've learned a lot. You know, we technically, we'd like to say that we're old souls, even though we're young guys, you know what I'm saying? But we, we like to use the wisdom we've talked about in order to kind of make our own decisions. I like to say that everything that I think about or every opinion I have comes from somewhere. You'll never just say, I think this just because, no, it's because I have these, this level of data that I use and it could be like it can be persuaded, you know, someone, you know, L and I go back and forth about these type of things all the time about, well, this is why I think this and he'll disagree and we'll okay. have our little back and forth. So just talk about being able to use your wisdom that you've learned for the right reasons.
1: I think that's the, uh, one of the biggest traits that I have. And you know, so I took taking me so far at the age of 25, yeah. um, probably 80% of the people that i talk to will probably tell you that I have an old soul and I have a different way of thinking. It just to me. It took me. It took me further in life. I, I just see so. I move the right way in life, and I don't ever. How do I say? It? I don't ever just kind of look for handouts that and that, but I just kind of listen to people that were older than me tell me gems and tell me good things to say, and I just put everything, everything that everybody has told, I just put in my head like a cabinet and just file them in different sections, and I made my own version of it at a young age, and then I just kind of can give people, people feedback of what I've learned, and just, um, I've been around people that's 50, 60, 20, I even learned from young kids, so it's just like, there's so many things that I just think wisdom can take you, at. so for me, it, that kind of just helped me with my purpose and kind of find the right way. And I think people don't have the wisdom. So is that they have to be around the right people to kind of get that game. And for me, I was just around the right people. So if you're not around the right people who are not authentic or real to you, to me it just you're you're going down a horrible lane. So for me that's kind of where I got mine. Yep. And experience honestly experience did a lot for me.
0: But you do you think
1: wisdom comes from experience put simply or do you think there's more to it? wisdom for me I think wisdom comes from experience because you wouldn't some people just can be really smart and kind of can observe things that they see from like visual stuff but for me I feel like I, me being in situations that's why I think I'm so good with the relationship side of it because everything that I've seen I just that wisdom came from that and I kind of took what was right or wrong and I took it and made it the best way not saying I'm perfect but it can make me kind of say well London you know dang well this is not the way you should be going in this relationship like this you know dang well this is what you're doing is right don't ever change for somebody do this and that's kind of how I stay with that whole wisdom because I've seen it in that experience but like I said somebody can see it from a visual or a podcast or they can watch a movie and be like oh I can move this way so it depends who you are
0: yeah I agree all right well we get to the end man um, again, it's a good episode. I think good little conversation. But we keep doing what we do for our family. You know, our foreign side family. Those who keep tapping in. You know, we'll talk about relationships for y'all. We we'll talk about real stuff, current current events, real issues, real pressing. You know, things that go on in our culture. But just what what would you say your takeaway from this week is, Al? Um.
1: Honestly, this was just. I think this was like a um episode for you've been busy i've been busy um you've told me that you've been on like grind mode and everything that's like that we've kind of experienced in our like environment recently you kind of just exited out so i think it was just kind of a few of these topics was like how do you kind of help the people who go into that mental state that we were in and kind of now how we're at now how do you get out of that and how do you help with the business so for me it was just more of a more educational episode, which is always good. And you can kind of blend in the relationship stuff or go the the professional route, whatever way. So I kind of like how we've been angling these episodes of actual real life stuff. And then we can venture off into like the relationships and helping others and wisdom. So we can just branch off into things. So to me. There
0: we go, man. Well, I'll do it for this week again. Appreciate all you guys listening and tuning in. You can follow me at obi.mike56 on Instagram. And just continue to tap in with us. You can also follow me on Twitter, OB underscore Michael there and tap in with me. Send us any episode suggestions and keep on rocking with us. Uh, what you got?
1: Just follow me on uh London underscore oval And um, like I said, I don't really that's my platform across the board. So like I guess I appreciate everybody keep uh supporting us down the line. You can catch this episode on an all your listening
0: platforms as well as YouTube and the anchor the FM platform. What's I'm
1: around, feet on the ground with a prove you wrong mindset. I'd rather go out on my sword than have my mind tapped. The ones with eyes can never see, I make the blind clap. I'm bringing back that type of sound that wants to find rap. Divine rap, homie.